Hey, baddie booze. Welcome back to another episode of Be a Better Baddie with me, Quanisha, your host, coach, teacher, and fellow baddie. I am so excited to get into today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about strategies to achieve your goals. And I do want to throw this in there as well. I do not have my microphone, so my sound may be a little off, but listen, the message is still given. The message is still here. So don't be thrown off by the sound quality, okay? We're still here. We still, we still, we still vibing with each other, okay? So we've been talking about goals a lot lately and primarily because it's December, like this is the time when I start to just think about the year I had before, what I want next year to look like. But the thing is, I don't set goals based off the year. So I don't set New Year's resolutions anymore. I used to be a huge New Year's resolution stickler. And that's because I just love setting goals. And I figured that was the way you did it. And I found myself year after year not completing my goals. Or at some point I get stuck, right? Because the the purpose is you set this goal in January. And then by December, you should have achieved it. The problem with that is one, sometimes it doesn't take you that long to achieve said goal. Second issue is that sometimes the goal would just be too big and I didn't take the time to break it down and actually figure out what it means to achieve that goal. So today we're going to be talking about strategies to actually achieve your goal, right? We can set the goal. But how do we turn them into reality? I want to explore some strategies that can help you crush your aspirations and help you actually make your dreams a living, breathing part of your life. Last week, we talked about the first step, how to move from conception to finalization of forming a goal and making the first move to this point. We need to figure out how to keep the good fight going. I'm going to split this into two parts because I believe that there are certain mindsets that you should have to achieve your goal. And then there are certain practices that you need to implement. So let's jump into it with the mindsets. Alrighty, so I'm going to start off with something strong and something I guess we don't typically think about. Don't be desperate. Yes, we should want our desires. We should dream of them. But coming from a place of desperation can really set you up for failure. When you express desperation for anything, the outcome is never going to be good, right? So when you express desperation when setting and working towards your goals, this is going to make you set unrealistic goals. You can develop tunnel vision, right? Nothing else matters except this one thing. This is what I need to get. And it can make you compromise in ways you never thought you would. So if you're desperate to lose weight, There's no telling what you would do to lose those 10 pounds. And ultimately, you end up probably doing something that is not aligned with yourself, not true to yourself, and just out of character. Just to go one level deeper, being desperate for something creates this illusion that your current life is not up to par and you do anything to get out of it. It it gives, what would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry? vibes and at no point should you be that desperate to achieve something do I think you should really want it yes but there's a there's a thin line that you can cross between really wanting something and desperation 
don't get to the desperation. The second mindset that I think you should adapt is visualizing yourself. Just getting into the habit and the practice of visualizing your goals using words or images or even in your mind. That's powerful. Like visualization, I've talked about it in my rebrand process podcast. So when I started my rebrand, I drew a stick figure representation of myself and I just wrote down all of the things that I wanted this version of myself to be, right? The hobbies, the mindset, the attitude, the physical attributes, everything that I wanted this, this version of Quenisha that I see as my favorite version of myself, I put there. That was my visualization of it. Um, other visualization practices I would do when I'm laying in the bed at night or when I wake up early in the morning, I just think about anything, right? I can think about myself on a stage doing a live podcast. I think about myself doing speaking engagements. I think about myself hosting workshops. I think about myself hosting a retreat and how excited everyone is and the women that I'm empowering and helping and they are on their way to becoming better baddies. So visualization can be done at any point. It could be a physical vision board. It could be you just sitting there thinking about it. I've seen some really great vision boards where like even the creators will Photoshop themselves and their names into the situations that they want to be in. So that's really a level up of the visualization. So studies have shown that mental practice is almost as effective as the physical practice. There was a study looking at brain patterns in weightlifters. And this study found that the patterns activated when a weightlifter lifted hundreds of pounds were similarly activated when they only imagine lifting. So picturing yourself achieving these goals can make it more likely that you'll achieve the goals because you've already, you've already seen yourself doing it. Like, if anything, you just need to live life in between to get there and take the steps. Your mind is so powerful. The things you think they manifest. When we think about the life we wanted to live as an adult when we were a child, if we're living that life right now, that's a product of our mindset, us visualizing and us just waiting until we got to that point. As an adult, it can be pretty hard to, I guess, believe that something bigger is coming because we've been we've been bogged down with adulthood, essentially. So if you can believe it, then you can achieve it. The fact that you can actually believe something shows that it is within your grasp. The final mindset that you should adapt to help you achieve your goals is be flexible. If your initial approach isn't working, do not be afraid to pivot. The journey may take unexpected turns and that's okay. Embrace the detours as part of your growth and that's why I believe in flexible goals. Anything can happen, and we'd be foolish not to anticipate any challenges along the way. Make sure you remain open and ready for change in general, because that's just what's going to set you up for success. So many people think that being flexible on your goals is a sign of like weakness or passivity, but I think it's actually you being proactive and strategic and practical, which are all traits that you need to achieve your goals. So the only thing constant in life is change. Why not learn how to adapt to change? Again, you are a fool to believe that once you set a goal, 
nothing will come in between you and said goal. All that being said, being flexible is not a sign of weakness or failure. It is a strategy to achieving your goals. So we're going to jump into the practices now. Now, you can have all the best mindsets in the world, but if you don't actually put anything to practice, then it doesn't matter. So let's get into our practices. Number one is break it down. Break it down. I referenced this earlier in this episode at the top. Large goals can be so overwhelming, so chop them up into smaller, manageable tasks. If one of my goals is to get a promotion, I'm going to break that down and come up with my actual goals, right? Which are, I want to network more. I want to take on more leadership. I want to learn more about what, how I can grow from the skills I've attained in this role, right? I think that breaking it down that way to create not outcome-based goals, but process-based goals is, is the best way to go. Another thing you could do is let's say you do want to lose a certain amount of weight. I, I'm not going to say that you should never, ever say, I need to lose 50 pounds and then try to work towards that. So if you want to lose 50 pounds, then break that down. I need to lose 10 pounds by this quarter, 10 pounds by the next quarter, whatever that may look like. Break it down and not just say, okay, 50, that's the number I'm going for. This way you can celebrate many victories. And then when you find yourself at the finish line, you've already knew you were going to make it there. Like, Doug, you've been making incremental steps towards that finish line. Number two, I'm excited about this one because I'm going to do this one this year, is to gamify your goals. So gamifying your life, I think it's going to add like a dash of competition and break up the monotony of things, right? You could either partner up with someone and kind of set similar goals with each other and then turn it into a playful competition. I don't think I would do that, but some people enjoy that. But it, it, it just gamifying it in a way creates like this new level of excitement and motivation. You can also create a point system for yourself. So assign points to different tasks. So I want to go back to number one real quick. Remember I said break it down? You break it down and then you assign points to each task. You break it down and then you assign points to each task. So the more challenging the task may be, the more, point, the more points you'll earn. And then as you hit more milestones and you earn more points, then maybe you reward yourself with something. Um, I'm going to do this one. I'm excited about this one. I'm a bingo girl. I go to the bingo hall. So playing bingo with my goals, I think, is exciting. So I'm going to do a monthly bingo board. Hopefully I could keep it up, but for January, for sure, I'm going to do it and just keep a monthly bingo board and cross off the things that I do achieve and keep track of those things. Maybe if I get bingo, I don't know. I think it needs to be arranged in a certain way too, right? Like I need to look at all the different paths of bingo, but I'm excited about that one. The third practice for you to implement to achieve your goals is time blocking. Time blocking can be a bit overwhelming because technically, Time blocking is a practice of you scheduling every moment of your day. I'm not encouraging you to do that, though it may already be a part of your practice, right? At work, like you may time block. But I'm, then, I'm only encouraging you to allocate specific blocks of time during the day for specific tasks. So I know if I want to work out, typically that's not on the calendar put workout on the calendar so that it is not something that you ignore the same way you don't ignore this meeting with someone at this time. This is going to help you prioritize 
and dedicate focused time to work on your goals. So in plain terms, the thing you don't have to do necessarily, put it on your calendar with the other things that you need to do so you'll do it. So there you have it. Six different strategies you can implement when your goal process starts to feel a little stagnant. It's important for you to experiment, of course, and find out what works best for you. These unique techniques hopefully will offer alternative approaches to goal achievement and help motivate you throughout your process. Let me know which one of these you are going to do. If you're listening on Spotify, you can just go to that little box and say, I'm going to try this. Or if you rather just go to Instagram and comment under the post for this one, let me know that as well. All right. Well, I will see you all later. I hope you have a positively productive, self-loving day. And that's it for me. Bye.